Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, intelligent, hardworking, <laughs> Disneyland resort loving yeah. wife and co-host, Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. You know, this week has really been all about Walt Disney World, and I we know. appreciate that. But we had our experiences at the Disneyland Resort, so... We decided this week, even though everything is about Walt Disney World, that we were going to talk about us because that's what we do. <laughs> well, I think we'll put a, a splattering about the the grand celebration yes, of the 50th we will be anniversary. Talking. We will be talking about that. But since we unfortunately weren't able to be there mm-hmm. this week, but we were at the Disneyland Resort twice within the last couple of weeks. Right. And there's some great news to share with people on that. We will be talking about that instead. But we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. By the way, we are recording this episode on Sunday, October 3rd, 2021. Why do I do that every week? Because some people listen to these podcasts days, weeks, months, years after we actually record True. them. Uh, I want to make sure that when we put out news or information or anything that they know when this is recorded. So take it with a grain of salt yeah, if you're listening point to of this reference. months, you know, years after we actually recorded that. Anyway, um, sorry, I uh, didn't mean to split off there. I just wanted no, to make actually, sure people knew that. Right. That's a good point. And this might also be a good point to every once in a while remind people, why do we call our podcast Hyperion Adventures Podcast? <laughs> All right. We're going to get into that right off the bat. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. When we well, one because I thought this, I decided to outthink the room. And <laughs> what a brilliant name this will be for a podcast! Not mm-hmm. knowing that it'll be tough for people to remember, it'll be tough for people to find, it'll be tough to put it on any sort of social media or <laughs> you know the longest title ever. Uh, but mostly, it's because when Walt. And the Disney company began really doing things in earnest. Uh, They began, their first studios were the Hyperion Studios. Right. uh, And that's where they did a lot of their Mickey shorts. That's where they did a lot of the animation for Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And so we figured since we were starting our adventure uh, in this podcast realm, that, you know, Hyperion kind of made sense since that is where Walt kind of started his adventure in this larger company. And that's why they're also, by the way, are the theaters Mm -hmm. in the various Disney parks that have the Hyperion name uh, attached to it. Right, right. It is definitely a creative name. And yes, as you pointed out, it might not be one that people typically (laughs) find or know is associated with Disney, but it's still super creative and meaningful. So I love it. If I, I, sh- I would have been smart and said something like the Disney podcast about Disney stuff at Disneyland and Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise. <laughs> because if you do something like that, people will find you. But when you sure. do a Hyperion Adventures podcast, they're like, what's that about? But anyway, I I, once again, I digress. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> about that. I didn't mean to take the train off the track. <laughs> no, it's all good. It is a good point to bring up every once in a while. And thank you for joining us today and finding this weirdly named podcast. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. We're the very best place to find us is on our own website with the very long name <laughs> hyperion adventures podcast.com and while you're there you can actually become a hyperion adventure yourself and 
get a new get signed up for our newsletter. Yes, please sign up for the newsletter. It's just another way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures <laughs> podcast world. Another great way to do that is to find us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast. See, I can't fit it into a Twitter <laughs> title. Uh, but on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, I can at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on in and join us at our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. We got a lot of new members just within the last couple weeks. We'd love to have you join in the fun there too. It's just a great space for positive Disney people to talk about what they have going on in their lives, what their Hyperion adventures Mm -hmm. are. Right. And it is, like you said, it's a positive group, but it's also a way to share some ideas. And if you have questions, that it's another resource group together. Mm -hmm. It's a great space to to be in, hanging out in with, uh, and we appreciate all the Hyperion adventures who joined in on that uh, with us already. And invite your friends to join along too. Absolutely. Another place to invite your friends over to is our YouTube channel where we're putting out videos. We may be dropping some of the uh, pictures and stuff, kind of a slideshow video from this week's Disneyland trip that we just went on. If you want to find those, one, they'll go to the newsletter first, but two, you can also go to our YouTube channel. Just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast, hit subscribe, and you'll know whenever we have that video or any other of our videos come out. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. Right. We love hearing from you, whether you just want to say hi, you have a question about an episode, have an idea that you'd like us to really look into and, and share with everybody. So feel free to reach out to us. We yeah. always appreciate the mail that we Even get each week. Even if you week. just want to say hi, we yeah. appreciate you reaching out to us and just showing that uh, you know you you are enjoying the content. Or if you, you want something to help you know, boost up the content that we're putting out there, we appreciate that as well. Also, if you want to support the show, uh, we have a couple ways you could do that. We have our Spreadshirt shop. Just go to Spreadshirt.com. Do a search for Hyperion Adventures podcast and you'll find all our merch there. Um, or you can go to our Patreon page, uh, Patreon com slash Hyperion Adventures podcast and, and become a patron there and get some swag, uh, get some Disney Dishes blog recipes of the month that we uh, put mm-hmm. out there as well. Uh, we have uh, uh, memberships uh, for as low as $2 a month and we appreciate everybody that's already become a patron uh, for that account. Um, also, another great way is through reviews. Now, we didn't get a new review this week, but I wanted to revisit uh, a review we received last week because there was some clarification to last week's uh, review. Um, Yeah, it was a great review, a really nice review, Mm -hmm. a five-star review, which we really appreciate. And when I read it last week, I was noticing the name was something like Disneyland. Uh, It was D-I-N-N-A. And I couldn't, was it Dina? Was it Disneyland Dina? Right. Or was it misspelled? And was it Disneyland Donna? Well, she wrote back, added to that review this week and said, I am Donna. So sorry about misspelling, but love you guys and so fun to listen. I'm close to Disneyland Park, but love Walt Disney World too. Thank you again for all you do. So that review was from actually Disneyland Donna. Thank you, Disneyland Donna. Yeah, thank you so much. We appreciate the feedback and the review and uh, glad that you're also a Disneyland follower as well. Yes, uh, so much fun at Disneyland. We just had a great, great time at Disneyland ourselves. Now, here's the part where I always wonder, one, if... 
I remembered to get me prepared for this part, but definitely remember if see if Michelle remembered to do this part. And that is because we are now to our my favorite thing from this week. Every week we try and put out something between the two of us. And if you want to chime in as well, that is something that was kind of our favorite thing from this week. It could be Disney related. It could be something we watched, something we experienced, or it could be something from our own lives that was just kind of our favorite thing from this week. And so, Michelle, one, did you remember? I did. Two, if you did, yay. <laughs> Uh, since you did, what is your favorite thing from this week? Um, so my favorite thing, I think, is something that you know brought me joy, and it, it actually spread over a couple nights. And it was watching all the new fun things at Walt Disney World for celebrating the 50th anniversary. So it was fun to be able to see Harmonious. Uh, streamed live as well as the new fireworks show enchantment um, and then seeing some of the specials that were on it 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 was just fun to really uh, feel that excitement that that vibrantness of the re kind of dedication of Walt Disney World after five decades so I think even though it wasn't one thing one day it was spread out it the the concept of it brought me joy this week really good yeah um my favorite thing from this week is very similar uh, but i'm not going as broad i'm going to actually to our friends that happen to be out there right now and getting to kind of live vicariously mm -hmm. through them over the last couple days they've been we've seen many pictures on social media we've received texts um just various things from our friends who are out there right now right. and you know we originally were planning to be out there yeah. with them and unfortunately our plans fell through but it's so nice to see all the fun that they are having, all the interesting experiences they are having, and how they are celebrating Walt Disney World's fiftieth uh, birthday as well. Yeah, that is so true. And um, there's some spectacular people there, and mm -hmm. we're so thrilled that they're having a great time. Yes, and some of them have even gotten together and had a good time together yeah. while out there. And it just it just makes me smile to see those pictures, and quite envious, but at the same <laughs> point, uh, just happy for them as well. So while we're talking about the Walt Disney World's 50th. Why don't we kind of discuss a few of the things that we've seen over the last few days and what your feelings are on the, the celebration to this point, we, knowing that we still have, uh, you know, some 18 months to go <laughs> of this. But, uh, you know, the, the actual day was October 1st. Right. It was Friday. What are your feelings on what you've seen so far? Well, um, I guess if I was putting it Oh, broadly in one word, I would definitely say magical. Um, I think it all looks spectacular. Uh, I was glad to see on social media a little bit more in depth about Harmonious. Uh, when we saw it streaming, you know, it, it looked beautiful, but we came to the conclusion, yeah, it's probably something that you do have to be there in person to really get the full effect of it. And, and that's what, you know, social media is kind of confirming that, that it is pretty impressive. Um, and it's great to see it live. Um, I think on a funny perspective, and it may sound like sour grapes, but it really isn't, is um, seeing all the crowds that were there and, um, you know, just how I, I think what I had said to you was, the other day was you could still have a great time, but in the midst of all these crowds and having, you know, t the challenges of getting around and issues and stuff like that, it wouldn't be as maybe as fun all the time because you're having to deal with that. Um, 
But yeah, I think the things look really great. I'm excited about some of the new merchandise that has come out. And I know they're going to continue to roll more and more out. It just really, I think, I love the color schemes that they've uh, embraced. I get um, very emotional and excited to hear cast members excited about it, you know, and and feeling that, one, they feel such an important role in it that they play and their excitement about it as well. It just, you know, that's great to really see and experience. Yeah. I mean, the, the cast members are what brings the magic to right. Disney. Uh, they provide it uh, day in, day out, uh, every visit, every trip. Uh, the cast members are so important. I, and, you know, seeing videos of people on the morning of October 1st, walking into magic kingdom and, and the cast members lined up and down main street, yeah. USA applauding and waving. Right, right. And uh, that was, it really touched my heart. I mean, that may that may actually be my favorite thing from the entire week. Yeah. Uh, that was really really heartwarming to it see. Um, I agree with you as far as uh, harmonious and Disney Enchantment. And I said it was we were watching them those nights. You know, one thing these nighttime spectaculars that Disney puts on are so enormous right. and big. And I and I think this is true of just regular fireworks in general from any place right that they're hard to capture when you're just sitting on your couch on a television watching youtube or whatever right. it is it's hard to really get the feeling of them and you know and i we've had this in the past with the disney parks we love disney parks blog but some of their we've seen them um you know do live streams of things that we have experienced for ourselves in right. the past and we're like they didn't capture it at right. all. You know, it was so much better there in person. You know, I mean, again, no offense to them. It's not an easy right. thing to do for anybody. Um, you know, so well, it's like when you look at your own personal pictures that you take during something like one of those events or any mm -hmm. kind of big event in life or, you know, you're at a, a, a very impressive area of a national park, for example, and you you just the the photo can't capture that that. <laughs> total experience but you think it is and yeah. then you get home later and you're like oh i guess this you know you're showing it to somebody you're like well it's really beautiful and this doesn't capture right. it somewhere <laughs> somewhere in this house i have a photo i took from a trip to alaska when we we're on a, a nature tour and there was a, a it was a, a i think it was a black bear maybe a brown bear but there was a bear out there and it uh -huh. was like oh my god look at that bear right so great took a picture of it you know you know you get the picture and i'm like you see that little brown spot there? <laughs> it's a bear. I swear it. It's a bear. But it looked like it was almost like you, right. know, you could reach out and touch it. That's how it goes. So it's, you know, uh, kind of the same thing. Um, yeah, you know, and that's why I, I was saying I'm going to reserve judgment on it until we get to experience it right. for ourselves in person and see what it's all about. Um, but I, we have seen, you know, from the people that have actually experienced both of those things that I think they're a little more split on enchantment, but on harmonious, it seems like the people that have been there and checked it out really barges aside <laughs> during the day really really love that show yeah exactly and um you know go, going to the enchantment um spectacular of it you know i think when we saw the streaming they were kind of showing the images of the projections down main street usa um and on that live streaming, I think we both concluded it didn't look like it was as encompassing as what we've experienced at Disneyland, but on social media by some other people, um, you see that it is. And let me tell you, 
from experience. When you're on Main Street USA and all those projections are going around you and you're hearing the music and watching the fireworks over the castle, it is great. It's a great, you know, you you, you feel more of a part of the, the show rather than just a spectator of the show. Right. Uh, one thing that has been a complete hit is the beacons of light mm-hmm. uh, at the various different, um, you know, park monarchs that are uh, throughout the, the, the entirety of Walt Disney World, but especially, and every picture I've seen of it in mm-hmm. video is stunning of Spaceship Earth. Right. I mean, what they did with Spaceship Earth yes. is absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. and i cannot wait to experience that for ourselves right. coming up here within the next year or so within the 18 months or you know however long they keep that up i'm hoping they keep <laughs> it uh forever because it is, it is it is spectacular looking yeah i totally agree i it the images that w- that i've seen look fantastic and i mean i've always thought spaceship look Earth was beautiful day and night for different reasons uh, when they had illuminations and they would project the globe at the end of the day as you're walking out in that evening. It was always fun to see too. And, but yeah, you're right. It, with the beacons of light in all the, the uh, parks, that one is a standout for right. sure. The other thing that I found interesting, because I was I was really scoping out a lot of stuff on that day on the on the first, you know, when it was going on, was that Magic Kingdom apparently was packed, which you know should be you know no surprise. Right. As a matter of fact, they cut off um, park hopping at some sure. point um, because of the fact that they had so many people there. Yet, if you went onto the My Disney Experience app and checked the wait times at right. the attractions, they were all pretty mellow as they were throughout all the parks at Walt Disney World. But I found it fascinating that. Pretty much everybody was just kind of hanging out around the hub, getting merchandise, right. getting popcorn buckets, getting all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Apparently, they weren't going on many as many attractions right. as you would think. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you know I've seen some hilarious tweets about um, people going into to the Emporium, you know, and kind of like the crowds of <laughs> you know the massive, I don't know, hysteria about it and things like that, which is is really funny and and kind of comical i guess um but yeah i think that's what they a lot of people were doing versus going on attractions i mean just the line when the park first opened and i know it opened a little earlier for people who wanted to go into like the emporium um that queue was crazy long crazy long so yeah uh, just really interesting stuff. This, yeah. yeah, there. You know, I, I sent pictures from the app to you to show you how because you were working at the time, right? And how, yeah, you know, little the wait times were. And I was just, I was fascinated by it all. Um, another thing that I want to mention, which is outside of the parks, but something that was on that celebrated uh, the Walt Disney World's 50th birthday was the the most magical story on mm-hmm. earth. Uh, you know, the 50 years of Walt Disney World uh, that showed on ABC. Right. Um, I thought that was a really well done television special oh definitely yeah it it really you know it it really captured all the highlights um it had some of the grandeur of you know like the you know um enchantment coming out and having christina aguilera and Halle bailey singing with the orchestra you know it was just stunning yeah it was beautiful i mean you know i i, I thought it was great because it 
hit all the aspects of it. It did the it did the extended story of how Walt Disney mm-hmm. World came around, you know, and uh, even you know many of the struggles they had, including of course Walt's death, you right. know, which uh, had to, which really tugged at the heartstrings. Yeah, as well, even though we've heard that story over you know, and over <laughs> fifty times for fifty years, um, at least um, it, it was still a very fascinating to go through and then you know it went from the past through the present um the great performances that were there and then into the future of what's still to come what we're expecting to see within the next few years some of it that we'll be mentioning today during our disney stories of the week and it was just it was just really really well done right i agree you know and like you're saying tugs at the heart i think the thing that always gets me and always surprises me um is when you hear some of the people who were close to walt and even now, you know, more than 50 years later, they still, when they tell the story, they get choked yeah. up um, that, you know, the type of person that he was to influence them in such a, a unique and positive way and, and how they obviously realize that his legacy has lived on because he was such a special individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it it does touch your heartstrings, and it, it's it's really good. And if you haven't got a chance, if you didn't get a chance to see it while it was on ABC on uh, the night of October first, uh, you can still go check it out on Hulu. It's available there right now, and I believe it's coming to Disney Plus sometime this week, later on this week. So um, any of those ways, you can check it out, and definitely recommend that you do. So anything else you want to talk about with uh, Walt Disney World's fiftieth birthday for now? Um, I could go on and on, but I think we do have other things for this. We- so I will refrain for now. Okay. <laughs> and until we actually get to experience more of it right. for ourselves later in the year. So let's move on to really what this week's show is about. And we have lots of stuff for you this week, of course, including, yes, Walt Disney World News. Lots of it. Uh, we received some great news if you're looking forward to a star cruise to a galaxy mm-hmm. far, far away or a visit to Xandar in 2022. What's that about? We'll tell you. Uh, speaking of next year, there's a new piece of technology you might be interested in if you have have a Walt Disney World vacation on the calendar. We'll tell you all about that as well. But let's get to our main topic of the week. So yes, switching away from all the Walt Disney World news this week, uh, unfortunately, we were not able to make it out there to the most magical place on Earth. However, uh, within an eight-day span, we were able to pay two visits to the happiest place on Earth, yes, the Disneyland Resort, and we got to check out a bunch of new stuff that we haven't experienced yet and uh, relive some old things that uh, we've missed for a long time. So we're going to talk a bit about uh, all the stuff that we checked out uh, while we're on during our September visits to the Disneyland Resort. Yeah, yeah, because there's still a lot of fun going on there. They're also doing some touches of things with the celebration because it's that that really is being um, recognized at all the parks. But uh, yeah, excited to talk about our fun times there. 
Yeah, so the reason why we had to push a couple of visits together at the end of September is because, and we have a, we are magic key holders. We have not activated our magic <laughs> keys yet officially um, because of the fact that back in, wow, I think it was like June or right. something, uh, we had purchased the three-day Southern California ticket where it's like $83 a day for one park, you mm-hmm. know, per day. And our intention originally, we were going to be up for a couple days in July, um, um, and then probably hit up another day in July or August and then, you know, have that all done. Um, but then, of course, some tragedy, some tough things happened within yeah. our world that kind of changed our plans dramatically. And so uh, we needed to use up those last two days before October hit. Right. Yeah. And it was we were running out of time. So we're like, OK, we can do one on this day and one <laughs> on that day. And let's go and knock those out. And we'll get to check out some of the Halloween stuff and some of the things that we hadn't seen yet that we were planning on seeing in July and August. Right. So although it didn't turn out for our original plans, it's I think we still ended up then having some special other kind of fun bite, like you said seeing the Halloween time there, which is always so fantastic. Right, right. So we used these tickets. Uh, we went to Disneyland Park on Sunday, September 19th, and we went to Disney California Adventure Park on Monday, September 27th. Now, we'll start with Disneyland Park. Um, my first instinct going to Disneyland Park, and one of the things that always makes me happy uh, during this time of year is the incredible Halloween decorations. And they start right as you want. Right when you get to the Mickey and Friends parking garage, they right. already have a lot of the Halloween signs up and yes. everything there. Uh, but then you get to the entrance and all the different pumpkins uh, that are, you know, they're not real pumpkins, but they're carved, carved uh, into Disneyland characters right there at the entrance. And it always just makes me smile. Right. I mean, the, the entrance gates at Disneyland, they are set up in a way that you can really get them, that they really do a great job at decorating them. And, and they do it differently at each of the two entrances, whether it's California Adventure Park or Disneyland Resort Park. Um, the Disneyland Resort one is just so cute because it has the Fab Four mm-hmm. um, carved into pumpkins and it's just so cute and fun. And I think, especially for the kid in all of us, but if you do have little kids, they get so excited because mm-hmm. it's just right there. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It, it starts off your day really, really well because right. they're, they're right there in front of you. You get to the train station and it's it's ready to go there. But then you, uh, you know, you go in uh, under the tunnel there mm-hmm. and into Main Street USA. And there it all is. The, the bunting in the sort of Halloween right. fall type colors. Um, the jack-o'-lanterns lining up Main Street USA, the big Mickey pumpkin mm-hmm. right there at the uh, beginning of Main Street USA. It is, it's, it's just so fun. Yeah, it is. And you can't help but smile. Yeah, for sure. So one of the first things we wanted to do was make sure and accomplish a goal that we weren't able to do what we were planning on doing in July uh, because it had just opened up. We Unfortunately, we just never made it into Disneyland Park, but we we made a point of this being our first thing, and that was to go check out the reimagined Jungle Cruise. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It And I was um, really surprised that I thought it was going to be a lot more different than it was, so I was glad to still see... Um, so many of the wonderful things and jokes that we're so accustomed to, but the, the things that they did change, 
I thought were hilarious mm-hmm. um, and fun to watch. I love the Trader Sam's mm-hmm. um, gift shop. Gift shop there. Spoiler that, alert! I guess I should have spoiler alerted. It's a gift shop now. <laughs> I think there's been a lot out there on social media, but you know, before this now. But um, yeah, it's it was really really fun and cute. What about you? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I it was it still was the Jungle Cruise. It was pretty much. The same outside of a few new scenes. You know, the jokes were mostly, you expect the same. You know, every once in a while you get a new joke, which is always amazing to me because, uh, you know, they've just been telling them for so long. But you, you know, you love that you've heard the jokes a million times, but you still love most of them, especially when they're delivered well by a good skipper. Right. Um, So a lot of the same jokes. But so, you know, it was very nostalgic. It still felt like the Jungle Cruise. But, you know, you, you got those more inclusive scenes um, within the, the cruise itself. Right. Um, and, you know, the few new things that we had not seen before. We're not going to give them all away here. We gave away the, the <laughs> but you can find them easily if you if you want to check them out. But uh, really enjoyed it. I thought the scenes were good. I thought it was a, it, it, they just kind of freshened up the Jungle Cruise right. and it just made it a little better. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I I don't think I could add to that. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. Hopefully you get to check out the new Jungle Cruise yourself. Uh, It's now, uh, I I believe it's completely open at the Walt Disney World Resort Mm -hmm. as well. I have Magic Kingdom. uh, And of course, it's open. It's been open at Disneyland since uh, June, late June, early July. I think it was early July. Yeah, I think it was July. Yeah. Um, Definitely check it out. So um, we, since we had to drive from Southern California all the way up to the Disneyland Resort um, early in the morning, we were a little hungry when we got there. Yeah. So we wanted to do the Jungle Cruise first before lines got large. Uh, but then we needed to eat something. And so we wanted to check out something we haven't done before. Even though we've been to the Tropical Hideaway, right. we've not. We've only picked up Dole Whip there. We have not actually checked out any of the food. Right. But it was right there. And so that's what we did. We went and got a couple of the bows uh, that are available for you at the Tropical Hideaway. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know why we waited so long. (laughs) (laughs) They hit the spot. We were hungry. They hit the spot and they weren't so heavy that it was like, oh, we're, you know, it's, it was almost 10 in the morning, I think, when we were there and we didn't want to overwhelm ourselves with food late in the day, knowing right. we were going to eat lunch, before, you know, you know, a couple hours or whatever. So, um, got a Dole Whip float yes. and a couple bows. Uh, the bows we got were the Loco Moco, which you got, mm-hmm. and uh, I got the lime chicken right. and they were both delicious. Yeah, they were. I think mine was the yummier one. I'll yeah, be honest. I, I actually agree with you. Yours was. <laughs> I well, definitely, um, it, it was one of those things that I'll make a point to try it again. Mm-hmm. Definitely get it again. It went well with the Dole Whip float, mm. for sure. Slightly spicy. Yeah, um, it was great. Um, it, it definitely hit the spot, whether you're having it as a breakfast food or if it was something that you just had later in the day. I mean, it's not a full meal. Like you said, it's not super filling, especially just having one. Um, but it was, it's a great snack it's you know um there aren't a lot of breakfast places open at disneyland right now and so you know if you're getting there and you just want to tie it over till you actually have more of a a meal for lunch it certainly hits the spot yeah i think it's good you know you could get a couple of them for a full lunch or dinner uh you Mm -hmm. could get one or two or breakfast uh you can get one for a snack at some point uh we were lucky enough to get a table right by rosita yeah uh you know that she's the uh, audio animatronic uh (laughs) you know like tiki bird that's right right there and every once in a while she comes to life and we'll tell a little joke and right and we're right so that was so we had we had breakfast in the show right (laughs) and we also had a view of the jungle cruise right you're right on the water there of the 
the jungle cruise where some the the boats are passing by so yeah it was great atmosphere delicious food i don't again i <laughs> i would recommend that to anybody because mm-hmm. i don't know why we waited so long yeah. to really do that i think we've like you said we've just done dole whips and walked away and walked through the parks mm-hmm. unfortunately no mobile ordering at tropical hideaway right. i wish they had that there but uh, it was really easy to just go through and get everything we needed so yeah they have it, they have it laid out good to be able to you know start with you know whether you're getting something cold like a Dole Whip or, or float, and then you go to another station, you're just following through to or to actually get your food, and they have it there ready mm-hmm. just to serve it up. Yep. So really very good. quick. Well done, and we will be hitting it up again. Now, yeah. the other one, well, other one thing, the other thing that we really wanted to make sure and accomplish on this trip to Disneyland was to go check out Haunted Mansion Holiday because one, we love the Haunted Mansion. Two, we love the Nightmare Before Christmas. Three, we love Haunted Mansion (laughs) Holiday, which combines both of them together. Now, we debated when we got to there because we'd seen the line fluctuate at various different times of the day. It was down to 35 minutes. It was up to you know, an hour at certain times. Um, But we wanted to be sure we accomplished this at this moment. So it was posted at 55 minutes after some debate, we went ahead and got mm-hmm. in the queue. And um, I would say that the 55-minute queue was well exaggerated. I would say it was more like 25 to 30 minutes right. tops um, that we zipped through there. And um, we had a little bit of – the one thing was that we had a little delay. Uh, we, we were all the way in, went through the stretching room, which was good to do the stretching room yeah. once again. Um, uh, went there. We were literally – I don't know, seven people away from getting into our doom buggy. Yeah, I, when it, I counted the parties, we were we were the, would have been the fifth party. Yeah. <laughs> and it it uh, unfortunately hit a pause for a while, so we ended up sitting there for about ten to fifteen minutes, waiting for them to get it restarted. But um, after that, good to go. Right. I mean, I'm wondering if if they they posted that wait time because it seemed like it wasn't the first time it had paused for a little bit that morning. Um, because they already had engineers there mm-hmm. on site, and it, and you know, I don't know if you've ever experienced a, a a ride that goes down where they have to bring in the engineers. It's not like instantaneously; they don't have them around in the room, and so they usually have to call them and blah blah blah. But um, so I think maybe some of that was because of that experience already happening. Yeah, think of it as like when your computer has to reboot for whatever reason and there's an update involved and how long that might take. (laughs) Sometimes that's what happens when they reboot these attractions. It seems like you have to go through, okay, we have to go through an update, darn it. Should have done that earlier. Um, But I put it off and now I have to do it. Right. but it was ex- exciting to see the, uh, although we couldn't hear them, see the engineer give a thumbs up. Yeah. So it was like, yes. <laughs> anyway, we did get on and a Haunted Mansion Holiday is as great as it's always been. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Though, you know, it, and, um, you know, one of the best things about it is the experience of checking out the new gingerbread house mm-hmm. every single year. Right, right. And I think we did mention a little bit about that in the last episode, where, especially when we're talking about foodie things and stuff. But yeah, it it's just... Wonderful. It, uh, again, wonderful to see that it was capturing the essence of all the um, past Haunted Mansion holiday. What is it called? The Haunted Mansion holiday? Holiday. Yeah. That. That. That <laughs> thing. You know. I'm usually pretty good with getting, you know, the nomenclature correct. But I, I think this morning I need more coffee. <laughs> 
<laughs> we all do. Yeah. But we anyways, yeah, um, to see that it had, you know, so much details, I, I could appreciate it more. Yeah. With that. Uh, it was just great. Mm-hmm. Love it so much. I uh, hope you guys all get a chance to, if you've never done it before or if you haven't done it in a while, uh, to go check out Haunted Mansion Holiday. Mm-hmm. It's just so, it's just a sense of fun attraction. So... Yeah. Um, and one thing I will say is that I didn't get, you know, we were wearing masks on the attraction, mm-hmm. um, obviously, uh, for the circumstances are, as they are right now. I did not get the normal whiff of gingerbread that you get at the gingerbread house this time, maybe because I was wearing a mask, but you said that you yeah, thought I you did. did. Yeah, so. and, and it's funny because I'm one that doesn't have as keen sense of smell anyways, and... This time I really felt like I got to experience a little bit better than sometimes in the past. I'm jealous. Yeah. Jealous. We'll just have to wait till the next time we get to go on it. So uh, it was great. Loved it very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, oh, we were hungry again. Shocking. <laughs> so, shocking. So we headed over to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, wanted to check it all out. And um, we picked up a couple Ronto wraps, as you do. Um, we got the vegetarian one, mm-hmm. um, which I know you love very much. Yeah. I got the standard. Both were great. Um, we were starting to wind out the day. We were, we were actually um, not expecting to be there for a long time. I had my mother come over and she was watching our son, Scott, mm-hmm. um, for the day. And we didn't want to make her hang out at, you know, knowing we had to drive all the way there, drive all the way back yeah. too long. But there were a couple more things we wanted to check out. And so we were going to go head over to Tomorrowland to go check out the uh, Magic Key um, area right. that is oh, for, you know, Magic Key holders. Right. Before you get into that, a couple things I want to say is that, um, you know, when looking for a table over at Galaxy's Edge, um, you know, one, it, you know, it, it is kind of challenging with mobile order because you get the people who already have their food getting, you know, at a table and then people who are mobile ordering where somebody's going to get the food in the other part of the party. And is, people that just want to find a spot to sit for a right, little bit. Right, yeah. right. But um, I have to say, I was really impressed with the cast members there who were very quick to actually wipe down the tables as somebody left. So, um, you know, you didn't have to like when you even like I when I spotted the people leaving and I went to go sit there and I know you were coming at that time with the food. Um, But, you know, some nice cast member was like, oh, let me get that. Let me wipe this down, even though the table didn't, you know, the, the people before us weren't slobs or anything like that. But it was it was just nice that, that they did that right away. And, you know, they were very much that I noticed he was very close by watching every table to be ready to, to clean it off. And I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, especially during the, you know, the climate that we're in right now mm-hmm. with the uh, pandemic still going on mm-hmm. out there. It's nice to know that the tables are getting cleaned right. regularly in between guests when they have the opportunity to do so. So, yes, again, cast members bring the magic. Yeah. Uh, for sure. So anyway, uh, thank you for that. That's a, it's a good uh, yes. reminder of that. Yeah, I didn't mean to derail you again. Uh, no, it's all good. <laughs> um, we did go over to Tomorrowland uh, to go get the, check out the magic key sort of annual pass holders mm-hmm. area. We got there and decided, because they were going to scan us in. Again, we didn't use our magic key for mm-hmm. this. We didn't want to accidentally activate our magic keys because our magic key will actually start the first time we use right. it. So we wanted to keep that calendar going if we could help it for yeah. make the year start a little later. So we decided not to go in there and instead went into Star Trader to go just you know look at some of the merchandise mm-hmm. that they had around there. Now, here's where we have an interesting story to tell. None of that was really thrilling that I just <laughs> told you about. But I have an interesting story in that up until this point, we have been very, very lucky with virtual queues. 
Uh, we, as a matter of fact, are perfect with virtual queues. Not that we've nailed them every single time we've tried, but every single day that we've wanted to go on a, an attraction with a virtual right. queue, we've, yes, to Not this point, it will fail at some point. But as of this point, uh, we have either gotten it in the morning when at the morning window right or in the afternoon in the afternoon window and not only that we've also been able to ride them like the you know it hasn't been like a you know a uh, an extra boarding group that right. may or may not make it now we've been able to do both now uh, we did not on this day get the morning one when we were at home before right. we left for rise of the resistance uh, at Disneyland Park we're like okay fine we'll try again middle of the day we don't know if we'll be staying long enough, right. even if we get it then, but we're going to try anyway. So um, we got to the park. We were actually in the Haunted Mansion holiday queue when noon came along, which was time for that. So right. we, you know, us and other thousands of guests <laughs> were there trying to uh, get it. And we got to that point and we were both trying. And it looked like for a moment that I had gotten through, hit all the buttons right. And I thought I had gotten through, but then the nothing came up in there when I looked for virtual queue right. to say, oh, you know, you've received boarding group 133 or whatever number right. it is. And it's so funny when you're at that time of day and you're around a lot of people, you know, like if you're in a, a queue for an attraction, because then you'll start hearing, you know, screams of joy from the people who actually get it. And if you're not one of them, you're like, oh. oh. So, <laughs> and, you know, it was fine. I was like, okay, I guess we didn't get it. I thought we did, but I guess we didn't. Fine. You know, we weren't sure we were going to be able to stick around long enough, even if we got a boarding group to do it anyway. Yeah. Whatever. It's funny because mine instantly said you didn't, it, something went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, fine. We'll just, you know, go through the rest of the day. We've done Rise of the Resistance before. It's not a big deal. Uh, and maybe flash forwarding to where I was talking about, we were in Star Traders and I was just looking at my phone because we were actually placing some mobile orders for later in the day that we were going to pick up some food to take home with us. Mm -hmm. um, so I was just looking at those times to make sure I had those uh, correct. So I know because we had like three places we wanted to stop <laughs> to get food uh, to make sure what order we wanted to pick those up at. Um, and then I look at my phone and it suddenly pops up. Uh, your boarding group has been called. <laughs> I'm like, what? So I went to the virtual <laughs> queue and there it is. Yep, sure enough, we had gotten group, I don't know, 100. It was a really good day for Rise of the Resistance. Right. We had gotten group 130 something or other um, unknowingly. And um, it actually was running so well that that was like at 2.30 in the afternoon. Right. It was already that high into the group. So we're like, I, I run and got Michelle. Uh, our boarding group just got called. <laughs> so we had to book it. We just left Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to watch Tomorrowland. We had to book it back to, to, to Star Wars Galaxy's yes. Edge to Black Spire Outpost. Uh, went and got Rise of the Resistance. And yes, it was great as it always was. And yes. it was extra fun because we were not expecting to ride it. Yeah, it's as if somebody said, hey, by the way, I can't go. Do you want to take my pass? Yeah. And then that's what it felt like. It was like, no, we weren't. We, you know, we went through the, oh, we didn't get it at noon. And then all of a sudden it's like, what? Yeah. Somebody just gave us a special treat. Yeah. So uh, really, really unexpected. But we once again remained perfect uh, on yeah. our uh, <laughs> our virtual queues, which is uh, so fun. Yeah. Um, so that that was pretty much it for our attractions. We, as I said, we had placed some uh, mobile orders for some food that we wanted to pick up and bring home with us so we can enjoy some of the food when we got home as well. So we split up and went to a couple different of the quick service mm -hmm. restaurants and picked them up. And then as we were walking out, heading down Main Street, USA, to go to the long walk back to the Mickey and Friends parking <laughs> garage, 
what should happen just as we get to Main Street USA, but... They're th- they're thinking of you, honey. <laughs> let it go, let it go. <laughs> Suddenly the music comes on, like as if they knew I was approaching. Right. And yes, the float containing Anna and Elsa and Olaf and everything came strolling down yep. Main Street, USA, <laughs> and I'm there performing along with the song, <laughs> and it was just like the perfect ending uh, to our day right. uh, for me at Disneyland Park. Yeah, it like tied it up in a bow really nicely for you, which was fun to watch that experience of you being excited. Um, the float was fun too, but watching you was more entertaining and, and loving. <laughs> it was just such <laughs> interesting timing right. and, and hilarious, you know, that it was just so funny that it happened that way. So uh, we did take some food home. We picked yeah. up some things. Uh, by the way, it was gay days mm-hmm. uh, going on there. It's always so fun when gay days are mm-hmm. going on at Disneyland Resort, uh, checking out the, the enjoying and celebrating along with the LGBTQ plus right. community is always so fun. It is. It is. And uh, it's great that Disney actually, you know, have special foods uh, offerings during those days that make it even more special. Um, We were able to get a couple slices of the rainbow cake over at the Plaza Inn, which is, you know, the restaurant at the end of Main Mm -hmm. Street. And uh, for for breakfast time, it's reservation. uh, It's a brunch again. It's a Um, character breakfast. Right. right. And so um, that's reservation only. But the rest of the day, it's it's more... um, you know, they don't do mobile ordering, but you can go in and just uh, get some foods there. Um, and they do have some really great things. And so I just went in and purchased a couple cakes, slice, slices of cake, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then over to Jolly Holiday to pick up some other things. We were bringing some treats home as well as some yeah. food. I do want to give a shout out to the French Market Restaurant. That is there, you know, in oh. New Orleans uh, area. And... Um, so ordered some of the jambalaya they actually the vegetable jambalaya and um one it was really delicious Mm -hmm. really was i i was really hesitant about it but i thought uh, you know all these times that we've gone to new orleans we we have eaten at blue bayou before but i never had um the jambalaya from the french market and so got that and it was great but the to go container that they put it in was the most convenient especially since we always are like at the end of the day taking food with us and we're always like when we get there especially when we mobile order we're right like, uh, can we get something to put this in you know to <laughs> yeah. a box a bag whatever so the fact that it was already in one was right really yeah nice. and a really nice container i mean uh you know or you know if, if you have different people in your party wanting to eat food from different restaurants which we sometimes do as well so like here's kind of like a, a quasi tip that one you know is well secured um you know it's in a, a plastic container it's like you said already bagged and ready to go um so if you're meeting up with other people you may want to take that food to another restaurant that doesn't you know it may have just more of a cardboard box <laughs> yeah and it was it was really good stuff and uh, we also got some of the enchanted cauliflower sandwiches that mm-hmm. we've talked about many times from red rose tavern brought those home as well but you know that's it we got back to our car um trekked it back to san diego and you know got home and enjoyed a little more taste of disneyland park when we got home with some of that great food yeah i had some Actually, several special treats, so that was good. Yes, that was yeah. that was a good day. So moving forward to the Monday, this this is this last Monday, September twenty seventh. That's when we went to Disney California Adventure Park. By the way, is there anything else you wanted to mention from Disneyland before I go to that? 
Well, I mean, I think the only other thing is, and I know popcorn buckets are a big, big draw. We've gotten in lines for popcorn buckets versus <laughs> not the line the pop- that we saw at Walt Disney World this <laughs> no. week, but yes. <laughs> and 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 the, those were beautiful. A lot of those were really special looking too. But I do want to give a shout out just because it's it's OG and it looks OG. Is um, Disneyland does have their popcorn boxes right now that look very much like the original boxes from when Walt is when Disneyland first opened. Um, I have it here just kind of as a reminder. It's got the the pretty kind of like teal color scheme and it, it is kind of a simple looking box but it does have um, the, a picture of the castle and Disneyland with those original um, font in the lettering and then on the sides it mentions the different uh, lands in Disneyland and and so yes it's not a popcorn bucket but it is a cute little box that's very reminiscent of the early days of Disneyland. Yeah, very much a throwback, very yeah. classic, uh, very nostalgic. So it's kind of fun yeah, that they have those cool. right now. Very cool. And I enjoyed the popcorn. So All right. Good. Yeah. So again, moving to Disney California Adventure Park. So this time we did not have to wait for our perfection in the virtual <laughs> queue uh, because we nailed web slingers right away in the morning right. when we were home um got it and and it was one of the earliest groups we'd ever right. gotten it was i mean not like it was super early not like we had group one two even ten we got like group 30 which you know um not that which early but good. pretty early for us it was good but it was also not good because <laughs> we have to get from san diego you know to uh, you know anaheim um and which takes about an hour and a half on a monday uh to get up there and it was like okay um i think we're safe but we got to get hoofing it up there and we got there got to the parking garage um we love the cast members but we had the most talkative <laughs> parking cast member there that was talking to everybody it seemed uh, like we everybody. got the wrong line <laughs> um so we and he talked to us for a long time too and it's like hey we know what to do here's our yeah. money <laughs> Here's our credit card. I appreciate him. Yeah. Uh, you know, very friendly and everything, but this was not the time that we needed somebody to be friendly. Um, we, we got in there, got through security, booked it. We went the back way because we were actually in the Pixar Pals parking garage as opposed to the Mickey and Friends right. parking garage. They're right next to each other. But so we ended up going the other trail, um, not the normal tram way. Right. Um, we went more through downtown Disney, um, got there. Got into the park. Of course, this is the time when Disney California Adventure Park had a line to go into it. Um, Got in there, got two web slingers with five minutes to spare, (laughs) uh, but we made it and had a great time doing web slingers and Michelle whooped my butt again. It's one of the few video games that I can win, I guess. But um, and it, 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 I love it. It's a great, it's fun, even if I wouldn't win. But it just makes it even more enjoyable to win. Um, but yeah, you're right. It was frantic. Are we going to make it? And it was, it was one of those experiences, like every little step along the way was a little bit of delay. Like it was weekday traffic, which can be you know, uh, unpredictable Morning commute traffic. Yeah, yeah. Unpredictable at times. Um, so that was a little, you know, we had a few slow spots there. And then, like you said, the, the cast member who was asking a lot of questions, I mean, talking to a lot of people, very, very friendly. Um, and then that they did divert us. We didn't actually go into that parking lot. We were going into the Mickey and pals parking lot. And then they, they directed us to go a little longer uh, way to get to the other one. So it was just one of those, okay, 
what else is going to slow <laughs> us down? <laughs> we just need to get there to get yeah. on webs with ears. <laughs> yeah. Going through security, I've wear, I was wearing a belt that I've worn a hundred times, gone through the, the metal detector, <laughs> never get stopped. This right. time, of course, is the time that they stop me and I have to get scanned. So it's like every little thing. Uh, it was pretty it was funny, funny, but we made it and it was all good. We had a great time doing web slingers. And after doing all that, of course, the drive up, the rush to get to there, the actual activity that is web slingers. Of course, we were very hungry. Yes. So we went over to... Pim's Test Kitchen mm -hmm. and decided to try out breakfast there for the first time ever. And we had, uh, well, I'd say it was a pretty enjoyable breakfast. Yeah, I actually, I got the junior meal, <laughs> which was really great. You know, it's eggs and it's turkey bacon. She got the Nano Eggs Experiment right. 101, which is uh, softly arranged eggs with turkey bacon um, with toast. And served with you can yeah with the cuties mandarin orange and your choice of milk or water seven ninety nine good price yeah yeah um, the toast is is that same it's kind of like a what is it like a focaccia bread yeah kind of they call it like the pims bread or something like that right yeah, yeah so it's a but it is funny it's like a half slice. <laughs> of one of those little um but, but it's it, sourdough it's yeah, tasty yeah it really was good it, it, you know and I, I ate the orange too it was good good girl um but yeah i liked it full bottle of water too not like one of the little squatty right yeah, it was the full the size dasani yeah. which was nice yeah right. so um it was good i got the larger version of that i got the calculated breakfast which they say they call it it's called calculated breakfast equals e times two plus b plus p uh, divided by T or something like that, <laughs> I, I, whatever. Uh, but it's eggs two ways with smoked bacon, crispy potato bites. Um, they are um, tater tots. Right. Um, when focaccia toast, I had the full size focaccia toast, uh, ten ninety nine. Um, great. Uh, the eggs two ways. One is scrambled. One is like a quail's egg uh, <laughs> that is fried. Um, so it's a little tiny egg, right. uh, which is really really cute. Um, the great thing about why well, I was surprised is like a lot of times you get a fried egg from a quick service restaurant or something like that. Okay, you know it's fried egg. But the yolk is going to be... No, this was actually a runny yolk, yeah. which was nice to go yeah. with the toast. Again, it's a kind of a sourdough focaccia toast. Right. And, um, it was really good. Yeah, yeah. I think um, for the additional money, you did get, uh, you know, uh, an equivalent amount of food that should go with it. So mm -hmm. it was good. Yeah. Yeah. They, they did a good job. And it's it's fun food to look at, you know, especially yours with how they arranged it. You know, the, if, if you haven't been to, to Pim's Kitchen, they do a lot of things because of like with Ant-Man with sizes of, you know, s exaggeration of something. So whether it's being something really tiny with something very large accompanying it, like their chicken sandwich is hysterical yeah. or this tiny bun and this giant piece of <laughs> fried chicken <Yeah. laughs> it's great it's pretty funny and the, the we, we, we which we got later the uh, choco smash yes. bars which are like basically snickers bars with brownies in them but they're they're like it says bite size on the wrapper <laughs> but they like it, it extends way out it's like this huge chocolate bar that's right. like two it's people can easily definitely you know, stands out beyond the bar wrapping yeah. and um that kind of stuff is so fun and yeah. those, by the way get those um, those oh, are delicious God, yeah we, so and we did good. We, we took two of those home with yes. us. Um, <laughs> not that we, and we didn't eat those all in one sitting. Those yeah. were definitely two different desserts for right. us. So um, we'd actually, it was a really busy day 
at Disney California Adventure Park that day. There were a lot of people there. And I think that has to do with the magic key now being available and the fact that maybe there's a lot of people that their magic key may be blacked out on the weekends. Uh Um, So a lot of them are going there on Monday. So it was very busy. Um, So we didn't do a lot of attractions, actually. We only did one other attraction on the day. Uh, We went to go see Mickey's Philhar Magic again because we had to go see the Coco scene again because it is so good. It is it is um, what Mickey, one we already love Mickey's Philhar Magic. We think it's under, an underrated attraction, mm-hmm. but when that addition of the Coco scene was so good, um, and we loved checking it out once again. Right, I know they haven't quite rolled it out yet at Disney Walt Disney World. I know it's coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I do agree with you that it is underrated. I think, especially the one at Walt Disney World, you have so many things going on there that it's kind of hard, even like. Although I love it, when I'm at Walt Disney World, it's like, yeah, I can pass this up. Maybe too, because I know we have it at Disneyland. But so. And they're they're uh, refreshing a lot of uh, right now. I, I think Mickey's Fun Home Magic is already closed at Walt Disney World. They're refreshing a lot of the uh, visuals, mm-hmm. a lot of the projection devices there. So you're going to get better 3D, and they're going to add this scene as well. I believe it's opening like November 11th. Don't quote me on that date, but it's sometime in November for sure. Um, so you'll but you'll want to check it out just for the Coco scene alone. It is so good. Uh, the one thing I found interesting and funny uh, when we were watching this uh, show at is that we had like two or three little kids in front of us and you know how the projections if you've been to mickey's philhar magic they're so good the 3d is really really good like it feels like you could reach out and touch it well whenever something came out of them the kids were trying to reach out and touch all these things it was so funny yeah the kids love it they were dancing around with the music and everything it it's always enjoyable to see you know the fun that it brings the kids yeah that was it was a great time. Yeah. So, but one thing we did have a great time experiencing uh, during that day at Disney California Adventure Park is that we were lucky enough to get a lot of run-ins uh, with characters, mm-hmm. unexpected ones that maybe normally you might have to wait a long line in, but we did not have to. Like we lucked out of being in Avengers Campus, which again, Avengers Campus, awesome. Love yes. Avengers Campus. It is so, so good um that we were lucky enough to be there right at the spot as iron man walked out right yeah i think we were second or third Uh in line um and you know we know it's a photo op and you know like they do with all the the characters now you just kind of you can do selfies with them um but i was surprised at how much he conversed yeah he, was, he asked us a question about what he should add to his armor. Should it be something along with nanotech that, you know, strengthens his armor or whatever? Or should I have a smoothie blender? <laughs> of course, we went with the blender. Right, although duh. I think ours might have been more like for pina coladas, not, uh, you know, smoothies. But right. whatever yeah, floats your yeah, boat. It's all exactly. Good. Yeah. Now, that was that was a great uh, ability to have that sighting and be right, at, as you said, the timing was perfect so that we didn't have to wait in a long queue Yeah, um, because these characters do get a lot of love from people and sometimes those lines can get pretty long and they, they don't stay out super long. Yeah, but it was a great experience and we got to you know get some selfies with Iron Man and yeah. that, was, that was a good time. Uh, another great one was uh, we went over to Paradise Gardens to go check out the uh, Fiesta de la Familia mm-hmm. uh, that's going on. We talked about actually a lot last week. We discussed it uh, quite a bit last week and the, the Coco performance mm-hmm. is there. Uh, we didn't see the Coco performance. We tried to go there once but the crowd was already there and Michelle being height challenge there was no way she was going to see more than the tops of people's heads (laughs) and we've seen it before so we didn't 
we didn't really stick around for. But what we did get to go in as we were walking through there is notice that um, Miguel mm -hmm. uh, was there taking pictures with people. And right. the line was relatively short. So, yeah. yes, and you may see it in, in um, our uh, title work here. Uh, we did get a picture with Miguel, and it was so fun to, to meet him. Right. I mean, you know, I know we talked about it uh, at our last episode when we were mentioning, you know, some of the special things that go on there um, during this time of year. But, yeah, you know, it... it it's still always amazing to see the puppetry and how lifelike the motions are and even close up, you know, because yeah. you think some things like that, you might, oh, it looks realistic from afar, but when you get close, then it may look a little more clunky, but no, it's, you know, and, and can't help but just be talking to this puppet as if it was a real person. You it know? was. Uh, and he was strumming his guitar and <laughs> everything. Know, it was so good. It and, was really, yeah, really great. It was really, really it was good. One of my favorite experiences from the entire day. Right. I mean, another thing that we timed out pretty well uh, by chance was seeing, going back to Avengers Campus, the amazing Spider-Man show. Uh, right. Um, I just can't get enough of that. It's just, it's, it's short, but it's amazing to watch and to see that audio animatronic fly like right. that looks so lifelike yeah it's i posted a video of it crazy. just this last week because um, yeah. we were like front and center and uh really captured it this time we'd seen it before but we were way off to the side and couldn't really see it as well as this, right this time but this time we were front and center and uh yeah it's short but it's a lot of fun and uh that yeah that audio animatronic i yeah. mean I mean, really Spider-Man flying uh, is really, really cool to check out. Right. And I do like how the cast members maintain um, a safe flow because when you're standing there to watch it, it's also it's like at the entrance at one of the entrances for Avengers Campus. So it does have a lot of people coming in and out in front. And so they do a great job of putting, you know, kind of where uh, an imaginary line would be of where people who are going to stand there and watch it and and they have it high enough in the air that you can see it, that yeah. the people walking by don't distract from that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, can I say one other thing about Avengers sure, Campus? Or absolutely. were you going to go back to that? No, no, no. Uh, I mean, we did go back to Avengers Campus yeah. at the end, but I was really not really touching on it much because we've talked about Avengers Campus in the past, but mm -hmm. if there's stuff you want to bring up for I, sure. Well, I just want to bring up about the Doctor Strange Mysteries of the Mystic Arts show. Um, so that one, um, when they first opened Avengers Campus, they really kind of limited the number of people who would go into the show because they wanted you to have a certain type level of experience under these, you know, um, overhead, like specialty lamps or, or whatever. Um, and I just want to say, I think they've realized they can't, especially since the show, um, most of their shows they do like six times a day. I, I looked it up for almost all of them except Spider-Man. It's a little bit more. Um, so if you want to see that show, the fact that they're only doing six a day, they I think they came to the conclusion they need to let more people in. So they do. It is it is a standing room only in, a, in, in kind of a small um, octagonal shape area I think that you can experience that show uh, but I do want to say if you do want to experience it you really need to get in the queue early it does fill up um, and and they can't let everybody in because it is standing room only and it's very crowded but um, even without a pandemic it's yeah. just you know it's a, it's a lot of people trying we to get in. We are still yet to see it we thought we might be able to do it this time but we were just a little too late. Uh, yeah so. I mean we, we've captured some glimpses from afar but you really can't appreciate the experience unless you're in there um so it definitely does look like one to 
try out. Yeah. Um, it's definitely so. something we have, are still looking forward to on our future visits to Avengers Campus. Yeah. And I didn't know if you were going to talk about a special drink that we tried in Hollywood. Oh, the Fanta... Fanta Colada. Spooky Spirit. Yes. Which I think I had mentioned in our last episode when we were talking about foodies, but it's a Fanta Pina Colada with white rum and melon liqueur. And surprisingly, it was, I mean, I think we thought it would be kind of good, but it was really good. I mean, I think you could really, especially taste the essence of the coconut in it that I didn't think we would. Yeah. The the Fanta Pina Colada was very prominent in it. The rum and the melon liqueur. Yeah, <laughs> not a lot of that in there. Um, but you definitely, and it was tasty. It was tasty. I just don't know if it was really boozy, you right. know. So yeah. and it was yeah. like it wasn't an expensive drink either. Mm-hmm. So just know that going into right. it. But it was delicious, you know. So right, if you're thinking of trying it, yeah. I mean, it, like you said, I think you captured it well. It's not cheap, you know. It's you know one of the higher end cocktail prices uh, at the parks. Um, but it is different, you know, and it's something fun to at least try to experience it. I, I would like to recreate it. Uh, maybe it's a Disney dish coming up. Yeah, if I can find the, the Fanta Pina Colada, uh, that's the thing. They it? do have it at your local grocery store oh, right well, now. I will track it down yeah, and maybe yeah. I will recreate that with a little more booze in ours. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's how we roll. But just be aware, they do have one that's called, Fan- the Fanta does have one called Pina Colada, Pina Colada. They do have another one that's pineapple, but that's not. Mm-hmm. the same I've one. done the I've done the pineapple Fanta oh that's, really that's really delicious too yeah um, so um natural flavoring uh it's still you know it's not healthy it's got natural flavoring it's got sugar in it yeah yeah uh, but you know something to try out for sure yeah so, so. yeah uh, so yeah that was good um speaking of that we, we, that was right around that time we also ran into Minnie right uh, at the stage there um where she was they have a lot of the Disney classic characters decked out in their Avengers bounding gear essentially right. you know it lo- you know there's a because since it's right close to Avengers campus it's in Hollywood land but close to Avengers campus they're kind of bounding as Avengers characters right. and she had hers on and she was adorable yeah she had her little spider-man yeah. outfit on um but yeah it was great and it is nice that uh again she's on a stage so you're you're not going on the stage you're just in front of her but you can get good selfies and um, that's an area where they you can almost always find some character mm-hmm. out there and they stay a fairly long time. So yeah, you can get some great, great pictures there yeah. if you just hang around that that area. Um, there's food and drink there as well. There's not a lot going on there besides that. But uh, Well, they do have still the WandaVision yes, uh, photo, that, that photo op, op there, yeah. which you can do either. It, it's like you're, um, you're on the couch in a in like a television screen. It's like a black and white set. Right. Yeah. You could do either one. You can see, cause you're setting your Well, the your set phone. is actually black and white. You can right. s- set your photo phone. to make you black and white or color. Color, right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think that's so interesting and unique and interactive. And that's one that's very popular. I always see a lot of people yeah. there. That's all. And we've gotten a picture there. Yeah. At some other point. Uh, the other one character I think that we got pictured with was Big Al from the Country yeah. Bear Jamboree, which was random that we came across him. Right. That was a fun picture as well. Yeah. It, it's funny because when we saw him, actually, it seemed like he was go leaving to go backstage. But no, they just put him in an area that 
you know, again, uh, provided some distance from people. But uh, it was cute seeing him over at Disney mm-hmm. California Adventure Park. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. So the one other thing I really want to talk about that we got to experience while we're there is <laughs> that we did get a reservation. Uh, we were doing the reservation search m- multiple <laughs> times uh, during the days before we went out to Disney California Adventure Park. But we did get a reservation for the Magic Key Terrace Dining. And this was a place that we loved uh, back in the time when it was the alfresco right. uh, tasting terrace. Uh, and so we were looking forward to going up there and checking this out. We got yeah, a reservation. Right. And even the menu items have changed oh, um, since when they first made it a pass holder um, only restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they did change it. And it seemed like when we were looking at it a few days ahead of time, that it had some really great small plates. Yeah. So if you don't know where this location is, it is, um, if you go to the Wine Country Trattoria space there, um, it is actually up the stairs that are right next to right. where you check into the Wine Country Trattoria. Um, there's one side that used to be the Alfresco Tasting Terrace, which is on the right-hand side if you're looking towards it. And uh, that is kind of outdoor and it's, you know, it's a really, it's a small quaint space. Right. It's and, got like um, an overhang yeah. of, of wine, of grape vines and things like that. It, you know, really trying to evoke mm-hmm. that California Napa Valley kind of area. Right. And that's where we used to always go to yeah. the tasting terrace over there. Uh, since they've opened this up as the Magic Key Terrace to, open, to allow more of uh, the Magic Key holders access to it, they have opened up that other space that's on the other side of it. They used to be kind of more of an extension of the Wine Country Tutoria. Right, like level two. Of yeah, well, I think we've eaten, like when we've done a dessert or a, a dining package, package. there uh-huh. um, up there before. Um, but it's, for the most part, it's been closed. There have been no people up there. Well, they've since they want to get more people in, they have now opened that up. And that is where they sat us. I know. (laughs) Originally, I was really excited. It's like, okay, you know, as long as, and we did request if we, if we were going to be seated by the edge so you could look out over California. Which is, there is a great view over looking Uh at the uh, Pacific Wharf area and on the Pixar Pier in that whole space. Yeah. Right. And so she did, you know, say, yeah, that's where I was bringing you anyway. So that worked out. That was exciting. But yeah, that's kind of where. Once we sat there and realized the acoustics around were That's a little louder. Yeah. I mean, not that we were able to hold a conversation with mm-hmm. one another without screaming at one right. another. Um, but it was, the noise was amplified in that space. And that's because I think they have like some plexiglass kind of there. The roof kind of slants and it just kind of cuts off um, that area right. near the edge. So it's just a little noisier. Um so we, you know, it's like, okay, maybe next time if we do this, we'll wait and ask for a table on the other side right. with the uh, tasting, what used to be the tasting terrace area. Fine. Um, we did order some food there and a couple glasses of wine. We got the Sterling Vineyards Merlot, mm-hmm. which we, awesome. which was really, really good. We enjoyed that very much. Great choice, honey. And we got the Condor Flats Bread, uh, which is a duck confit, goat cheese, seedless grapes, and green salad and fig jam flatbread. Um, that ran for $16. What did you think of the flatbread? I really liked it. I really thought it was very tasty um, and so enjoyed it. I think it went well with the wine that we had, you know, so yeah. I was glad we we did get that. It was good. 
it could have been better. Uh, it was it was good. Um, I realized there were a couple bites where I got a little bit more of the goat cheese. And when you got the goat cheese, it really rounded out mm -hmm. the flavor of it um, because it, the fig jam kind of made it a little on the sweeter side right. for a most part of it. But then you got the richness from the goat cheese and that really balanced it out. That would be the one thing that I would say is if they would just add a little more goat cheese to it, right. it would have been really, really perfect, you know, right. but, but it was good. I enjoyed it. I, I was, I thought it was worth the money and uh, it hit the spot. Exactly. Can I talk about some of the other things with that? Menu? Sure. So one of the things um, that beforehand I uh, had looked at on the menu when Knew, we knew we had the reservation for here was that they did have a scallop dish that you know um sounded really delicious and so i was really excited that i was going to have that um and then i my i thought we'd get that and this other dish that was uh it's funny because it was meatballs but it just also had some really great accompaniments with that and when we um first sat down the our, our server mentioned right away the scallops is not on the menu today nor are the meatballs <laughs> so it was it was the menu kinda, was a little limited yeah yeah it was kind of like oh wait what you know and it's it's really surprising i mean when you go to disney you never expect them to say they're out of something you know i mean it wasn't like the end of the day that you're like okay yeah they, it was like one 30 in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it was a little surprising to hear that, you know, and she did actually um, apologize that the scallops was even on the menu. Uh, I noticed I did check for today's um, episode and it is no longer on the mm. menu there. So they have scrapped that. But it was interesting hearing her explanation. Yeah, um, it's because, the, the, you know, we all know that across the country right now, and especially with restaurants, and, and, but many industries, staffing is an issue right mm -hmm. now. Um, and apparently that is the case. Well, we knew it was the case with Disney already. Right. Um, but with their chefs, and they, they said that look, we just don't have the staff right now that can cook scallops. We don't have a specialized person to be able to do this kind right. of dish. Uh, so they had to, you know, just take it off their menu for right now is what, at least that's what we were told. Right, right. I mean, I, I give them credit for not trying to serve something that may be below par um, because, you know, scallops, and, and I'm not saying you need the most skillful person, but you do, there is a, a skill set to that mm -hmm. um, that you can easily ruin them. I've, I've done that <laughs> easily. <laughs> I've done that and I've cooked scallops <laughs> a ton of times and I've messed them up. Occasionally, yeah. So, so, I mean, I, I, I'm glad that they recognize that rather than just serve something because it was on the menu that they, they didn't make that offering. Um, I do know also that with supply chains right now, it's really weird to be talking about this, but that, you know, um, and especially over at Long Beach at their pier that they're, you know, have so many cargo ships just waiting to be unloaded. Mm -hmm. So I do know supply chain also plays into some of these things, but it, it was, um, just surprising. Mm -hmm. I, I can't think of a better way to say it, to ever have that kind of experience at Walt Disney, at, at a Disney park. Yeah. But overall, I mean, we enjoyed our, our 
trip to the yeah. Magic Key Tasting Terrace or whatever they call it, Magic right. Key Terrace. Right, and I would go back there. I thought, like, yeah, you know, uh, we like, would just wait and ask for the outside yeah. area, which is the space that we love. Right. It's just you know, I do think the. Um, but I have to say, if you have, especially small kids, I think the side that we were on is probably a little more comfortable because you do have more of the, they also have booths, you know, um, the ones that the area that's closest to the edge where you can o- look out over the park is on high, st- high stools. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the ones, they also have booths that are normal, uh, normal seating in that yeah, area. Lower, the and lower I, tables, right. Yeah. And I think that's easier for kids. It also... You know, frankly, if they did need to get up and move around a little bit, there's space for that. Mm-hmm. Whereas right. in the other area, it's a little bit more confined. It feels a little bit more um, adult right. on the other side that I would think kids wouldn't be as comfortable. So it depends who's in your party that day. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. So um, also um, there was a gin like a flight. trio of gin. Yeah, it was a gin flight, essentially, mm-hmm. of the trio of drinks that you were debating on on getting for yeah. yourself. Um, you decided against it, but there was uh, someone in a table near us that um, got it. And uh, you asked them what they thought of it. Right. So the interesting part was I first asked our server about it. Um, and although she didn't really go into a lot of detail, it, there's it's a flight, it has three different ones. And it, I did love the story behind it. So what this, this offering is, is three different gin cocktails that bring in the essence of soaring, which has the sea, the then it has pine, and it has the orange field, the orange right? fields, yeah. And uh, so sh- she says you get those, you know, one in each of the the drinks, you get the essence of that, which I thought was interesting as a story and the fact that they are putting that together. Um, our server did say. She sees a lot of people not liking the C version, the one, the the drink with the C. So I, I mean, she wasn't a gin drinker, so she honestly s- said she couldn't give a lot of feedback on it, but just shared with us what some of the things she has heard from other customers. And it was funny because then when I did ask the person at the other table, how did she like it? She said the orange and the pine were marvelous the sea was really weird and not good <laughs> and, and not it, that good and you could see it like it was all left on her right yeah she said it. i was glad to try it but yeah it wasn't something i was going to continue drinking yeah. so uh i guess our server did have very accurate yes. <laughs> information for us um it, in some ways it, it intrigued me more to say like what does it taste right. like where it has the essence of right. sea but you don't like it so yeah. I don't know but interesting stuff but yeah. know that going in that that's kind of the way people are feeling about it if you are looking to possibly yeah. order those those gin cocktails so uh, so we wrapped up our time there um, and we pretty much wrapped up our day. We went and got some of those Choco Smash bars yeah. to bring home with us. Uh, we did have to stop by and get one more of those uh, wonderful marshmallow milk stout beers over yeah. at Avengers Campus because it's so good. And uh, yeah, we, you know, we pretty much hoofed it home. We also got some shawarma. Yeah, well, we took that home with us too. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and so we, you know, 
couldn't leave there without having that. Yeah, but, uh, we always hit up the shawarma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but we, yeah, we, right. we took we that kinda... home, and that's uh, again, this is kind of something we do around here: is that we end up grabbing some food, uh, bringing it home with us, and then having a little Disney party when we get home with our Disney food. That's right. The way we bring back, and it makes it easier. You know, I mean, after a long day in the park. Neither of us want to really prepare a meal and rather than just stop. Yeah, another hour and a half yeah. drive home. Right, and, uh, you yeah, know, so. and rather than stopping from some of our old favorites around home to pick up food, we bring, yeah. bring like you said, have our own little separate Disney party at home. Yep, we just bring home some of the magic with us. Yes. So, so those were our days. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about besides those? Um, no, I think you really captured it. I mean... Um, I think we we had a great time. Like you said, it wasn't one of those uh, attractions heavy times at our second visit. Um, some of the things we wanted to go on, they did they were down for a little bit. So yeah, they were actually having some difficulties. That was another thing. Is one it was busy, but it also seemed like they were having difficulties keeping attractions open on right. that day for whatever reason. Cars Land was off and on with all their attractions right. throughout the day, and we saw that with a couple other spaces as well. Right. So then, obviously, once they reopened, their queues were pretty long. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I again, like we've said last time, I love the decorations in both parks for mm-hmm. the Halloween time um it really is unique and we've said this before uh, cars land especially um so it, it's great they don't have halloween decorations in batu because i don't think they celebrate halloween in batu and so um if you feel like you need an area that is more of its normal original <laughs> times that's a place you can go to for sure <laughs> Disneyland, yep. yeah 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 but just it was great being back at the parks um had a lot of fun and uh some interesting things too yeah it was a great time uh both days were fantastic i'm so happy to be back at disneyland it's just it's it is the happiest place on earth for yeah. sure and we had so much magical experiences there. Right. And although this time we didn't experience the nighttime shows, they do have some great nighttime shows that we have experienced, you know, so whether, you know, uh, at in certain nights, they have the Oogie Boogie Bash mm-hmm. that we talked about. And then uh, over at Disneyland Resort, they, you know, have a Halloween um, on weekends. It includes fireworks and weekdays. It's, it's just the projections with the music. But when I say just, it's still very entertaining. Yep. Great stuff. Great yeah. stuff. So uh, so that's it. That's just kind of a recap of our uh, couple recent trips to Disneyland Park. And if you have any questions for us, if you have a trip planned within the next uh, couple weeks, months, mm-hmm. whatever, um, and you have some questions for us, we'd be happy to answer them. Just hit us up at our Gmail account or on social media. But that's it. That's our September visits to the Disneyland Park. Okay, we obviously talked a lot about Disneyland. Apparently, we had a great time, so I'm going to rip through the Disney stories of the week really quickly. I'm going to start with, we received some great news if you're looking forward to a star cruise through a galaxy far, far away or a visit to Xandar Mm -hmm. in 2022. Uh, This from the Disney Parks blog. They say the inaugural voyage of Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World Resort will depart on March 1st 
of 2022. Yeah. So it's coming up pretty quickly here. Uh, general bookings for this immersive adventure in a galaxy far, far away will open less than one month from now. So on October 28th of 2021, some Disney and Star Wars fans, including Disney Vacation Club members, Disney Pass holders, and Disney Visa card members should be on the lookout in the coming weeks for a special booking opportunity just for you. We happen to be all three of those. <laughs> uh, right now, the only one we've received so far is that we've gotten one from DVC, and that is that we will have the opportunity this week, if we should want to book uh, one of these Galactic <laughs> Star Cruiser journeys, uh, we will have a booking window from October 7th through the 9th. For the first couple months, I think we get uh, March, April, and it's either it cuts off at the end of April or it's part of May. But mm -hmm. either way, we will... I don't think we're going to be booking, but we will be looking at it for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. And it, it's kind of like how they did when um, the Wish had open bookings times. It, it didn't go for the whole year. It just went several months out. Right. So we will be checking that out for sure. Uh, they also received more information on the sailings on the website, including the dates of all the sailings, at least the, the initial ones, mm -hmm. the early ones. Uh, you can find all that info at StarWarsGalacticStarCruiser.com. Now, if you're following along with the likes of Star-Lord, Gamora, Rocket, and Groot is more of your thing, well, we have good news for yeah. you on that as well. This, again, from the Disney Parks blog, they said... Our next major attraction, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, will debut in 2022. That's right, 2022. <laughs> Our friends from Xandar will be opening the uh, will open the first other world showcase. So you know, there's World Showcase at right. Epcot. This is the Other World Showcase <laughs> Pavilion at Epcot next year, inviting us on an intergalactic chase through space and time really sounds fun really does and you know on the special the uh walt disney world anniversary special they did talk a little bit about it and i liked how they described that it is a family coaster so what did they say they said it's it's a little bit more uh it was more than seven dwarfs mine right. train but not as much as um a rock and roller coaster right so Sounds fun. Yeah, somewhere in between. Sounds like a perfect spot for us. Yes. Uh, they said Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is a family-friendly adventure featuring a totally new type of roller coaster experience we're developing just for this attraction. It's a story coaster that rotates 360 degrees, so you're always focused on all the action as you help the Guardians save the galaxy. Not only that, but Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind will also feature the first reverse launch on a coaster in Disney history and is one of the longest enclosed coasters in the world. Um, and on the this is the one thing I found interesting. It will also be the home of the Wonders of Xandar Pavilion, which will include the Galaxarium, which will feature a planetarium-type presentation where Xandarians show us their world, their people, and their advanced technologies. I love that they're you know bringing more of the World's Fair type right, thing. Exactly. Only it's other World's Fair type thing that Epcot is known for into this attraction. Right. It sounds so exciting and it, you know they also have um what is it the life-size nova core ship. nova core ship yeah so that it sounds amazing it sounds like a lot of fun 
Um, and we're looking forward to that for sure. Yeah. So cool. So really good. Um, so we've been talking a lot about next year and we're not done yet because there's another new piece of technology you might be interested in. If you have a Walt Disney World vacation on the calendar for 2022, once again, we go to the Disney Parks blog. They say innovation is essential to the Walt Disney Company story dating back to its inception nearly a century ago. As Walt Disney once said, we'll always be introducing and testing and demonstrating new materials and new systems. Well, that promise will come true once again next year when Walt Disney World Resort releases our next-generation wearable technology, Magic Band Plus. So this will do all the things that your Magic Band that you have now will do, but it also has some extra things that will come along with it. It will... Come alive at various times with color-changing lights, haptic vibrations, and gesture recognition. Uh, the wear, this wearable technology will also allow you to engage with favorite Disney moments in new ways, including you can play like a bounty hunter in a galaxy far, far away and find virtual bounties throughout Black Spire Outpost at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Interact with the Disney Fab 50 character collection throughout the Disney World parks. And experience nighttime spectaculars in a new way so as it will light up to complement what you're watching at Harmonious and Disney Enchantment. So really sounds cool. Curse you, Disney. <laughs> I was, I, what, I think about a week before that announcement, I had said to you, I'm, I'm going to make the break from magic bands. You know, I, I'll go with my phone only. And although they're nice, you know, I just don't see the point in keep buying them. And look what they did. They, they added something they, new. They added Always something. Always get our money, some don't they? Really amazing things. And now I'm going to have to start with Magic Band Plus. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so uh, good news about us spending money on them is that they will be uh, discounted for uh, pre-arrival prices for those who are staying in a Disney Resort hotel. As also if you're renewing your Walt Disney World annual pass. So you will have a chance to get them for a little less money. Now, these won't be coming available until 2022, but um, I'm looking forward to uh, getting our new Magic Bands Plus yeah, is when we get the thanks. opportunity. That's right. So that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, wonderful, <laughs> great, all things best in the world. Mm -hmm. But she also has the very best tips. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. Well, thank you, honey. You're so sweet. Uh, so I'll try to keep mine short because we have run long. Um, so mine has... Uh, to do with sharps containers you know so if you have kids or even adults in your party that you know for example need to take insulin shots or you know for any other reason that you might need a sharps container we want to let you know what's available to you so um in the parks they they do have sharp disposal containers in the restrooms um if you're staying at a disney resort you can request one through housekeeping you so you could either at the time of your check-in alert the front desk um, so that they can put in that request to have for you in your room, or you can do it in advance by emailing um, disability.services at disneyparks.com and let them know. Uh, just be sure to include your reservation information in that email so that they can have that ready for you. Yeah. So, but, you know, just to have that knowledge that you can, if you need those services, they're available to you. And of course, you can also check in at any of the... Um, the first, first aid. aid stations, whether you need them to store, like if you need to keep any of your medications cool throughout the day, they can mm -hmm. store that for you as well. So 
um, that's just available to you if needed. Really important stuff. There are a lot of people that need that uh, that type of right. functionality. So it's really important to know uh, where you can find that. So good stuff. Michelle's tip. Oh, thank you. Always the best tip. <laughs> My tip, again, really quickly here. I just want to talk about mobile ordering a little bit here. And as we mentioned throughout our discussion with Disneyland, we like to pick things up near the end of the day and bring them home with us. And usually those are some sort of mobile order items. Right. Now, when you're mobile ordering, yes, you can obviously go on there and look for the nearest window of when you, you know, time window of when you can order them. And that's great. But however, if you already know you're planning and leaving in a certain time of day or whatever, you can just go ahead and scroll and find the time when you think that you're going to be wanting that food later right. on in the day. And when you're at some point, make that mobile order at that point, And then you know you're locked in for that window of when you want it later in the day. And in, by the way, in the meantime, if you change your mind, you decide you, there's other food you want, you want different food, you're leaving earlier, you're leaving later, you can change or cancel that up until that time that your window becomes available. And if maybe you want it a little earlier and your window's already you know close by, you can also check and see if you can move it up a little bit. So just know that that is available for you out there. And I think it's a great way because windows can sometimes, you know, those windows of when you want to order the food can go away if you're trying to do it last moment. Right. Take advantage of the early opportunity if you have an idea of when you might be wanting that food. Right. That's a great, great tip, honey. Because And I was just going to say that, that, you know, like... Um, there have been times that we've been ready to eat right at that moment or start to want to leave the park and bring something out right at that moment. And there are no available windows for a while. So um, having that ability to plan that a little bit in advance and still know you have some flexibility is awesome. Yeah. Just take advantage of that. Mobile ordering is awesome. Uh, use mm -hmm. all the uh, aspects of mobile ordering when you get the chance. So uh, that's it for this week. Next week, well, there was something, Michelle always puts these things on the calendar and sometimes <laughs> I don't have any idea what they mean. And this is another one of those weeks. She put something on there called Magic Kingdom OG Restaurants Gone By. I assume that means we're going to be looking at uh, classic <laughs> Magic Kingdom restaurants that used to exist. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Some, uh, and, and we can broaden which, you know, like which parks or whatever. I was going to bring that up later in the week. But yeah, I just thought it kind of be fun to, to take a look back at some things that aren't there anymore. Um, but still, we're enjoying some things that are new. There we go. So Michelle, I'm assuming, is going to bring more of her <laughs> awesome research, as she always does, to this topic. And I'm looking forward to hearing all about these, especially since uh, there were a lot of, uh, since I was a latecomer to Walt Disney World, and there's a lot of restaurants I never had the chance to experience. I'm looking forward to hearing what Michelle has to say about a lot of these yeah. awesome restaurants. I mean, I think part of it was, um, you know, as I was doing research for, you know, the countdowns, there's just so much great information out there of ways that you can address the history of Walt Disney World. But um, I'm also willing to throw in if you want some Disneyland, however you want to do it. I'm, I'm very flexible. We'll discuss it. it and we'll come up with some topic around the old school restaurants at uh, the parks uh, coming up next or weekend. Or something altogether different. Who knows? <laughs> Who, Who knows? knows? <laughs> you never know. You never know. But we're looking forward to it either way. And we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... Please sign up for our newsletter. We don't give that email address out for anything else. And it's just to be connected with you. Just very <laughs> 
quickly done. Uh, just more of a way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Another way is on social media. Please find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Please go on over to our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group if you are yeah. on Facebook and join in on the fun there. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube. Just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. Right. We really love hearing from you. And as you mentioned earlier, too, we really appreciate reviews. So if you have a moment to give us some stars, five, uh, or other information in, in the review, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah. And if you give us a five-star review, we will read it on the show and give you full credit, of course, at just like we did for Disneyland Donna today. Yes. So that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.